welcome to the Living Enlightened podcast. I am Michelle from Michelle Price and Lightworker. And I'm Becca from Insightful Connections. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. As most of you know who listen to us, we're just a couple of spiritually aware chicks who have some hopefully interesting things to say. Um, and, you know, we like to share some of our tips and tricks with you and just sort of help make life a little bit better, give you something a little bit different to do. (laughs) Fingers crossed. I mean, you know, today we are going to teach you something, I hope, and um, not really us, but also um, what we're going to be talking about is hopefully going to teach you something because it's um, a really great topic. It's a favourite of ours. Beck and I quote this particular being or you know lady um it's it's going to sound a little confusing but it's hard to sort of summarize what we're talking about today but um basically in the meantime i'm going to be drawing a card um i've got some affirmation cards here gabrielle bernstein miracles now so i'm going to draw a card but we might get into the theme back what is the theme for today just to uh, put the listener at home out of their misery <laughs> so the theme for today is the vortex so we decided to do this episode after my daughter bought me uh the book the Vortex, which is by Esther Hicks and Abraham Hicks, Jerry Hicks. But we'll we'll include a list of resources in the show notes for you too at the end of this. We sure will. So, Michelle, what's what's been going on with you just before we get into that while you're drawing your card? Yeah, well, there's some exciting news, Beck. I um, actually have started the build. So um, we've been trying to build for ages and ages and ages, and um, they've actually started the build on our house now, which is great. We've been waiting for a really long time for that to happen. So they um, call, they did what's called scraping the block. So they scraped the block, which is sort of leveling it all out and putting the dirt down and all that stuff. So um, that's been done. And um, it was pretty soon after our meeting with them, actually, because we had a meeting with them. Just taking a photo of the card. We had a little meeting and they said, yeah, you know, do you want to go ahead? And we're like, yeah. And um, so we'd sort of organized all of that and yeah, so decided to proceed. And then uh, we went out there like, I don't know, a couple of days later and they'd scraped the block. So we're like, that's pretty impressive. That was very quick. So um, that's been done and all that needs to be done now. We're doing some electrical work. Jason went out there and had a look and they're doing some electrical work. My husband. Yeah. So that's happening. And uh, yeah, so it's sort of moving ahead, which is great. Um, so that'll be good. So they need to start within 60 days, basically. If they don't start within 60 days, then um, they can sort of put the price up again. Um, and we don't want to do that because we've already had a massive price increase previously. So yeah, hopefully we can get it all done within that time frame. So um, yeah, the other thing is I do my Reiki Ashati Masters. My final session is this weekend. So I'll be um, qualified as a Reiki Ashati Master this weekend, which is really great. So um, that'll be good. And then I'll begin my ascension levels. I'm going to go on and do the ascension levels as well, which is moving sort of higher into how to teach the higher levels and things like that. But it's not really about the teaching for me, I guess. It's more about just experiencing the ascension. So one of the other ladies that we're doing the Shadi Masters with, she's actually doing the ascension at the moment. And, um, you know, honestly, it is it is tough, you know, because you're leaving behind a lot of the 3D things. And so she's really struggling with it. Um, so it's interesting watching her go through the process. You know, it's really like ripping the Band-Aid off and doing the um, shadow work, you know, in an extreme sort of way. So um, it's been interesting watching her do that because, yeah, she's like, it's really painful. <laughs> it's really painful. So, yeah, we're learning a lot from that. Um, I have got a card here, back as well. I might just show you that before we um, get in. I've actually put the photo into the show notes already. So this is Miracles Now, Gabby Bernstein, who was appearing in Brizzy. She was doing some talks up there. So she's great. Um, And certainly our American friends will know Gabby very well. 
the message today is I share my light with the world. So pretty simple, yeah. but, you know, that's what light workers do, but not just light workers. You know, everyone has that. Everyone has a light. So it's like we want to shine that. We want to show people this is our full potential. You know, I have people come in time to time and, um, you know, they're just like, I'm just an avian worker or I'm just a whatever. And it's like, yeah, okay, is there more? You know, can we can we do a bit more here? So shine your light, show people what your potential is. Go out there and sh- smile at people. You know, that's a way of shining your light. Um, it's about positivity and trying to, you know, really spread that to other people and not just keep it to yourself. Yeah, it may, it may um, you know, really change someone's day by doing that. Exactly. Just sort of walking past someone or saying hello or, or giving a smile makes can make the world of difference. But like you said, Michelle, you don't have to be, you know, you just need to be yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have a special sort of career focus to no. do this. Um, and And I think the thing too is with the shine your light, it doesn't mean that you need to get up caught up in the drama of other mm. people's lives and, and what have you. It's just about, I guess, feeling your emotions, accepting them and finding something better to, you know, a better feeling for thought, which we'll probably more than likely get into in this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just, you know, a good example, um, I have a client who um, said to me that she she's lost a son, so she lost a son and he was in his early 20s and she had been invited to a particular cafe and she knew that her son had worked there. So her son had a brief job there before he passed away um, and he died from cancer. So she said, um, you know, this particular person um, that she didn't know super well had invited her to this particular cafe that was very significant to the family. And she went and she went up to the manager and just said, look, because um, the manager was the one that had hired her son. And she said, I just wanted to say thank you. You know, I'm this person's mum. You know, he really loved the job here, really appreciated, you know, being given an opportunity to work and, and earn some money and stuff like that. I just wanted to say thank you very much. You meant a lot to him. And you're a great manager. This is this. And the manager said to her, I really needed to hear that today. And he said, I'm, um, I was about to quit tomorrow. I was about to hand in my resignation tomorrow. He said, I just felt really underappreciated. And, you know, it was just kind of at the end of the tether. And, you know, just been getting a lot of negative, you know, feedback and difficult customers. And he said, you have absolutely made my day. And he said, I'm uh, not going to hand my resignation in now. So it actually changed his his path. It changed his um, trajectory. And, you know, my client was so amazed. She was like, I can't believe it. You know, the fact that I got called to that restaurant on that day or cafe, um, the day before he was about to hand in his resignation, she said, my son definitely did that, you know, for me. And um, what an amazing story. You know, but um, anyway, Beth, that's enough about me. Um, what's been going on with you? How what have you been up to? <laughs> that's a beautiful story. It's it's um, it's pretty cool when you sort of sit back and 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 a lot of the time too, we don't realise the impact we have on people. Completely. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't realise it, and you're not necessarily going to hear about it. People aren't going to turn around all the time and say, you know this made a difference to me, this made mm. a difference. Or if they do, it might not be for quite some time down the track when, yeah. you know. So it's it's um, very interesting. And I, I just think it's important for everyone to wake up every morning and when they look in the mirror, just sort of say, I, I, I have made a positive impact on someone. Correct. Even if it's just yourself. Yes. I think yes. That's, that's a massive takeaway from that. Completely. Um. Hmm. 
So I have been, um, I've had a couple of family members unwell, uh, well, not one unwell and, and one having surgery this week, so uh, over the last week. So I've been spending a lot of time up at the hospital, which is it's always fun for, for what we do, Michelle, yeah. <laughs> going into a hospital and, mm-hmm. and making sure that we have our protections up and things like that. And then um, I was actually helping out another lady and took her out to the cemetery to see her husband's, to put some flowers down at her husband's grave. Um, so that was a big day. That was, <laughs> I was saying to Matt, he goes, what are you doing today? I said, well, I'm going up to the hospital to visit Nan and I'm going to the cemetery to help this person do this. I said, so my two favourite places to be in a day. Yeah. <laughs> Had a bit of a laugh about it, um, but it was really quite good. There was a lot of positive things that come from both um, both experiences and, um yeah, so just sort of plodding along, doing what I can to to help people out, but being mindful that I'm not making sure that I'm putting myself in, you know, any getting caught up in any drama or anything like that. So really cool. Good one. Yeah, and it's important too with what Beck just talked about, the hospital and the cemetery, to really make sure that you um, set the intention as you get in your vehicle and leave um, that no one's allowed to follow you as well. So really good, um, mm-hmm. yeah, just to remember to do that because you can have some... Um, energy is want to follow you home. So Beck, we might get into the show, but that's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that everyone's making it through, you know, in the background there, because I know we talked off air about that. So really glad that um, people are on the mend uh, in your family. But Beck, getting into the vortex, you know, it, and I know for you as well, same for you, um, it's really changed my life. You know, I first heard about Esther Hicks, uh, and this was quite some time ago, many years ago, in fact, because I've been on the Sunshine Coast for since 2017. So I heard about Esther probably, um, I would say, early 2000s. And I was with a psychic medium and she actually said to me, have you heard of this person? And I said, no. And she said at the time that she felt I'd be able to sort of channel one day and I might be able to do work like this particular lady. And I said, well, I've never heard of her. I don't really know who she is. So of course, you know, I listen. I always have my ears open and I went and bought a book, came with a DVD. And it was uh, something about getting into the vortex, I think. Uh, at the time and so the book and the dvd sort of came together and then i didn't really do anything with it that was when i was still on the gold coast so that was before i moved up to the um sunny coast so becca i will go on with that story but i just wondered if you had a um, first experience with esther that you wanted to share here as well yeah i think my first experience with esther was just a few years ago um i think actually when we first connected i had come into come across it then Michelle and I and I know we've just had an anniversary of of how long we've known each other and been Mm. (laughs) sort of you know um what have you but yeah so and and it was interesting because I had come across these things and then I think in in our group chat our original group chat that we had there was some talk about it and I was just like oh my gosh really (laughs) Yeah. Really, you guys, you guys know about this. This is really cool because I just thought it was something that I had come across and had listened to a couple of the the videos on YouTube there. But now, I mean, I it's it's amazing, and it always sort of puts me back into that. You know, it's it, it's amazing just listening to it, the the alignment that it puts me back into. Now, I know some people who have listened to it and gone, Do you know what? I just can't listen to it. It makes me feel unwell which is interesting because it's Isn't just it? perhaps that they've got a lot of stuff going on and it's everything's a vibration and, and maybe the vibration's not 
just there at the moment. But just prior to me meeting you, Michelle, I had actually had a few levels up in my vibration and my energy and, and those sorts of things. And then, of course, we met up and then everything sort of flew from there. And I, I just find that listening to, to Esther and Abraham Hicks is something that's just sort of, it's almost like it's it, it's just so uplifting and, and raises my vibration. I can be sort of feeling a bit lost or just feeling a little bit annoyed or, or agitated with something, but get in the car, listen to it while I'm driving, which is where I tend to do it a lot. And and then all of a sudden it's just like I've reset and am back on track, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure does. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I definitely find exactly the same um, as what you said. And um, uh, continuing, I guess, on from um, what I was saying before, you know, I, I didn't really do much with it initially. And uh, Beck was, um, as she said, a little bit further, you know, along um, than what I was. But I found that when I moved to the sunny coast, Beck, because a lot of people move up to the um, Sunshine Coast and um, are healers, you know, a lot of people who move up here are healers. And, um, you know, it's great because uh, we all moved up around the same time. Uh, I noticed that I talked to a lot of other light workers and stuff and they were like, yeah, you know, we moved up in 2017 or 18, et cetera. So it was like this influx of healers all moving to the same place at the same time or same area. And, um, you know, once they all sort of did that, then I really felt like once I was in Pelican Waters, which is the first place we lived in up here, I was like, oh, I really just want to pick up that Esther Hicks thing again. It was like this real pull. And I don't know if that's the same for you, but it was like a real pull, you know, to do that. And I think possibly someone actually said to me, um, you know, Esther Hicks or Abraham or something. Someone might have said it to me and probably in another reading. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've got that book and that DVD and I should, you know, watch that. So rather than getting the book out, I did read a bit of the book. But rather going into that heaps, um, I actually got the DVD out and I watched her. I love listening to her uh, voice. And when I sort of turned the video on and I started watching her, so the video was samples of audience workshops that she'd done and people get to sort of get up and ask uh, questions and interact and, you know, things like that. So um, it just, I mean, I started watching it and I was like, this is amazing. And it was like goosebumps and it was just, you know, everything made sense to me. Um, and it just was truth. You know, the best way I can describe it is it just felt like truth to me. And, you know, that's how I sort of gauge things. You know, when people come and have readings and I actually had a guy this week who's a real skeptic and he's, he told me, he said, I'm a skeptic. I don't really believe in this stuff. And I said, great, mate, come along. Happy days. I'm more than, more than happy. Um, I love the, um, the skeptics. I actually really enjoy that. And so he came along, had a reading, uh, and he's rebooked twice <laughs> Four. <laughs> Um, you know, because I do, you know, because it's spirit, you know, it's not, it's not anything, um, you know, crazy. It's just, I'm working with spirit here. And, um, you know, and I just think that's incredible. So, and I had a feeling, I, I thought I'm going to really like this guy and I did. And, um, you know, he obviously enjoyed what happened. So, um, you know, that's what I sort of trust. And so when I say truth, that's what I'm sort of talking about is, um, you know, it just really resonates. It just really makes sense. It's like, oh, it's all the stuff. And Beck and I have said this to each other before. It's like I've already known all of this stuff, you know, like when I hear it, I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I know that it sounds familiar, but it's like, I hadn't really guess put it into words as such. So it's like Esther kind of does that. She kind of puts everything into words, um, you know, to the point where it all kind of makes sense. And you're like, yeah, um, I just get that. So, you know, that's how I sort of, you know, structure my readings. I'm like, look, you know, feel into it. If you feel like it makes sense for you, great. 
Um, if it doesn't resonate, let me know. You know, I'm always checking in with my clients to make sure that whatever I'm saying to them is making sense because otherwise, what's the point? You know, there's absolutely no point. So um, I find that that's, you know, how I sort of gauge things. And, um, and you know, that's really taught me a lot, you know, listening to Esther Hicks and Abraham. And basically, I guess we should explain because I haven't really um, explained that, but Esther is channeling a collective consciousness named Abraham. Yes. So we should probably yes. explain that because people who hear that are probably going, what on earth is going on here? Um, but she's actually channeling a collective consciousness. So at the beginning of the video that um, Beck couldn't hear, hopefully the listener at home could, um, she had said, look, give me a second. I'm just going to sort of get into the vibration. She said, people who channel know what this means. They know, um, you know, this makes sense to them. It does take a little bit of time for them to get into that energy and that vibration. Um, and that's basically what she did at the beginning of that video. So I'll go more into that in a moment. But Beck, did you want to add anything here? Yeah, no, look, I just wanted to say that, um, you know, I love with the Abraham Hicks teachings and for those of you who are familiar with it, you, you'll you you'll understand, I'm hoping you'll understand what I'm trying to articulate here, but those of you who are not, um, it might give you a little bit of a, an idea, but I love that the Abraham Hicks teachings are not just your standard sort of conference, it's not sort of some person sitting there yelling at you with that, that harsh, um, enthusiastic, yeah. you know, Almost gospel like. Yeah, almost sort of preaching at you. It's yeah. not she's not preaching at you as such. Um, but and I love that it's not that sort of standard conference type. They are very humorous, and it is sometimes yes. you've got to really. Um, sometimes there's, there's a lot of humor in there, and, and it's not till you know. It, you don't pick up on it until you sort of think back as to what you said. And she said, oh, gosh, she was mocking that or she was doing this yeah. or she was doing this. She can be very um, sarcastic, I think. Oh, she's so quick-witted as very quick. Well, she, Abraham Hicks, <laughs> Abraham, um, who channels through her, very quick-witted and um, but warming as well, absolutely warming. Yes. It is uplifting. And while at times, sometimes it can repetitive, it's the kind of repetition that when you hear it, you sort of sit back and say, yes, I know, I've heard this before, but I forgot about that part. Yeah, correct. Or I forgot to put that into practice or I really needed to hear that again because the way that um, the repetition is not the same, necessarily the same exact thing over and over, there are, are different um examples given which and those examples are what help people sort of resonate with it yep and it might be this example is being used all this time and you're thinking about it thinking about it not quite getting your head around it and then on another episode similar sort of topic something a different example will come up and you will be able to um because it's a different example it's the one that sort of connects or clicks with you that sort of you know that aha moment um which is pretty cool certainly is yeah and it does just make sense um which is great now the idea as well Beck you know I mentioned Abraham and sort of what that's about because there's a lot of components here um that we have to go into and the idea centers around the vortex which is what the books and the dvds and everything are really you know named a lot of the titles are around the vortex and um we're all encouraged so if you are into this or you listen to this um then basically what Esther talks a lot about is encouraging us all to get into the vortex. So that's a lot of what the meditations are about and various things. 
And the vortex, my understanding is, and Beck may have a different interpretation, but my understanding it's like is getting into alignment. So alignment with ourselves, mind, body, spirit, uh, with other human beings and souls. And that's something that we learn in Reiki or Reiki Ashadi is that we're all the same. We're all made of the same stuff. We're a lot more, a lot more similar than we realize. And my feeling is um, than the entire universe. But what I just wanted to say in terms of alignment with other souls and humans is that, you know, if we practice that um, as much as talking about it, if we actually practice that, and I've had many moments in, you know, Reiki sessions where I've been teaching and everyone's kind of really got that, you know, concept. They're like, oh my God, we are all the same. You know, people actually really sort of get that when you do the activations and attunements. And I feel like if we all got that, you know, in a real way um, and did healing on ourselves and all of that stuff, that there wouldn't be the wars, there wouldn't be the disagreements, there wouldn't be the, you know, terrible things that go on in the world um, because we would realise, oh, my God, we're all super connected. So I want to ask you, um, if you're listening at home or in the car or wherever you are, have you ever had one of those moments where you felt like you knew everything? So sometimes we call those like an avatar moment where everything's super clear but I've actually had a few moments in life back, um, and you may have had the same, where it's usually first thing in the morning where I've just sort of woken up and I'm still a bit drowsy, but I can feel sort of my guides around and I sort of feel like I know everything. You know, I almost feel like all of a sudden I've got the holy grail. I know how the universe works. I understand creation. It's just like all of a sudden everything makes sense. And then I fully wake up and I feel like I can't really remember what that was but I know the feeling. And what's really interesting is it kind of is a feeling. It's not so much that I'm really conscious of, oh my gosh, you know, it was the world was created with the big bang or any of those things. It's more that I just have this feeling that I know everything. And I feel like that's soul. I feel like that's vortex. I feel like that's alignment. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I do. Absolutely, I do. And I think we had a conversation, I think I rang you one time and I was like, oh my gosh, Michelle, I was literally just outside and I've walked in. To, I, I don't know if you remember um, this thing and it's the strangest thing happened. I walked in and I felt bigger. Yeah, I remember now, that. I hadn't, you remember, it was really, yes. it was really such a, such a, um, a amazing experience to have because I had stepped in and I knew I hadn't grown I knew the house hadn't shrunk no okay but that's yeah. what it was like yeah that's what it was like it was like the oven was everything was just it just was all sort of I just like felt different? so much like I like I had um if you could imagine Alice in Wonderland when she eats the mushroom yeah she that's it taller yeah she gets taller. It was like I wasn't eating mushrooms. Just want to let everyone know out there that I was not eating mushrooms. No, she wasn't. <laughs> not why it happened. I but confirm. that sort of <laughs> that sort of experience, and it was just that I had been so um, much in a relaxed, meditative. Um, not that I was intentionally meditating at that time, but just so relaxed and calm and in touch, in tune with my my inner being at that time that this is the experience and I just started seeing things through it was almost like a different set of eyes yeah um yeah yep. and that that again is you know everybody's experiences are different but that was just one experience I had where I was just that at ease that I hadn't pinched myself off that I was able to to have that experience and I think i what I also like about these teachings um, and the vortex is that they, you know, 
Esther goes on to speak, you know, with Abraham through Esther, um, mm. and they go on to speak about, you know, people call it God or source energy or any number of names, but at the end of the day, this is your inner being. Sure is. And this is, you know, source energy is your is your um is you, your your inner being. And it took a little bit to sort of get this around my head, especially with the work that we do, Michelle, because Definitely. we know of the chakras. We know of of the the different chakras and and what they do. And when you're trying to like your you know your third eye chakra, you know it's visual clairvoyance, that sort of thing, and then your crown chakra, your throat chakra is your communication, all those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, but it goes back to the basis of your emotions. You know, what you're feeling, getting on top of them before it gets on top of you. Yeah, good one. So really it's it's really quite and you know a lot of people trying to connect to their their guides and their inner being and their inner child and those sorts of things. A lot of people spend the focus up here in the head. Mm, yep. Um but you should be focusing on what's happening down here in your emotion chakras. Yeah. Good one. And it's yep. it's really really interesting and that was a big turning point for me in all of that because I mean you get onto what you got Facebook you've got Instagram you've got YouTube you've got TikTok you've got all these different things mm. and everyone's giving this information out there that are oh, to connect with your guides and to connect with your inner being to connect with yourself you've got to envision this and, mm. and you know, close your eyes and look up and focus on this and, and do this and do that well while you're doing that, you're actually distracting yourself from everything. If you just sit down and focus on your emotions and better feeling thoughts, mm. and and um, I think one of my favourite sayings is, you know, there's nothing serious going on here. Yeah. Because how many times? How many times? My goodness me! And and guilty as charged of myself has something happened and it has been just. The end be all end all like uh you know this is just too much you get caught up in the emotion and then it just builds momentum and it builds momentum and then how many times have you sort of looked back and gone you know what that wasn't mm. that wasn't that big a deal I mean it felt like it there was a lot going on there was a lot to take in there was a lot of emotion but it wasn't that big a deal yeah. and one of her favorite the Abraham Hicks teachings um the affirmations that they have there is there's nothing serious going on here. There's right. nothing really serious going on here. Mm-hmm. At the moment, you've got, and it's like little children. Yes, it's the biggest thing to them at that time. They want to play with that toy, and that is the absolute biggest thing going on. They drop on their ice them, cream on the ground. It's a big deal. It's a mm. massive deal. But in the, the bigger picture, there's there's nothing really serious going on. What's What is serious is that how are you attending to your emotions? Mm. Precisely. And and it's it's just amazing that again with TikTok and social media, you watch these things, they affect them, you, you they affect you, they affect your emotions, and then you're carrying that around and then you've got the like attracts like. So you've got mm-hmm. these things happening. So watching TV and watching certain things, um, not necessarily the best thing for you. Precisely. Yeah. 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 And getting in touch with your emotions, I think is key because I mean, I think on a daily basis, that's what I'm talking to people about, but also with the children, you know, one of the guys up here practices conscious parenting, um, Blaze Grinner, 
and he lets his kids do it. You know, if they're in the shopping center, if they're in a coffee shop or whatever, a lot of parents just load the kids back in the car and drive home. You know, if one of the kids is throwing a tanty and he actually just sits there and he goes, mate, I'm just going to hold space for you. Just do your thing, get it out of your system, process, all of that. And he sits there and he holds, you know, space for his kid and just lets him do it. And, you know, rather than, oh, my God, shut up, shut up, shut up, or we're going to get in the car, you're in trouble, you know, da-da-da, because that's kind of our normal response or reaction is to get out of that situation is we're embarrassed. You know, more of the time we're embarrassed. But these kids, I mean, they're picking up on all these things that are going on around them, they're little sponges, and at some point that's going to be coming overwhelming for them. So literally that's what this guy does. You know, he and his wife practice uh, conscious parenting. They just hold space and they just talk them through it. You're okay. I'm with you. We're here. Let's just work through this together. And I love that. Beck, I did just want to mention, because you sort of went into a bit of the stuff I was going to talk about here previously, so I won't go into that again, but um, Beck was just Sorry. talking about, no, 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 it's all good. Um, different, what, you know, what I was going to say, but you sort of talked about it is with YouTube, you can search for a particular subject matter or whatever and, and take you to that particular, um, you know, audience interaction. So I used to do that a lot for certain things that were going on for me, but we've talked about that, so I need to do it again. But I was just going to mention the uh, cruise. It was a cruise, Celebrity Cruise um, in 2023. Uh, later this year um, that I really wanted to do. And it's actually with Esther Hicks. And I was like, this is bucket list. It's going to Hawaii, which, you know, a lot of people believe that's where Lemuria is now um, under Hawaii. So Hawaii has been a big thing for me. I've always wanted to do that. Love Esther Hicks, really wanted to do that. Um, but I'm not vaccinated. So initially they said I could do it. And then they have now said that I can't do it. So initially I was given an all clear. Now they've said, no, actually you can't because I think we're flying into, um, you know, Canada, I think it was. And so, yeah, they've got the same restrictions as the, as the US. So, yeah, unfortunately, um, at this stage, I've been told I can't, unless the change, you know, there's a change with the restrictions. But, um, yeah, that was really a bucket list thing for me. And, look, I'm putting it out to the universe if I can do it, if there's any way, you know, I can get around the restrictions or whatever, um, then I'm all for that. But um, we may find out sort of we're recording in May, but we may find out around June maybe um, whether I can actually go ahead and do that. I was going to make some recommendations, Beck. Did you want to say something here before I do that? Yeah, I do. I do. Well, I'd like to. I'd like to um, let us know when you find out, Michelle, where you're at with that. Mm. Yeah, I'm super um, keen. Yeah, yeah. I'm just putting the intentions out there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, look, I just want people to know that this is not about these teachings. Aren't about, um, and, and we call them teachings because we are learning from them. Okay, but it's not about being cheery all the time, being that annoying person who's really super happy and bouncing around yeah. in this bubble and then, you know, suppressing their own emotions and not not facing the reality of it. Precisely. Um, you know, so when things happen. So it, it's not about that at all. Um, what it actually is, is it's a balance of um, when you feel bad towards something or you feel negative towards something or you know something doesn't go right it's about you sort of picking up before it hits the momentum of it getting on that train what what they call is a train wreck that it goes you know further and further well this happened and then you know um I kicked my toe and then then after that I, I shut my finger on the door on the way out. I was running late for work and then I was in traffic and then this happened and this happened, this happened, and that whole momentum of everything building up. It's not it's not about being cheery and just suppressing all of that until you just, you know, explode and 
and release all this tension and everything from everyone uh, yeah. on everyone or on yourself and it's actually about acknowledging that hang on a second um, I'm running late I'm a little bit flustered um, and this is just an example I'm, I'm late I'm feeling a little bit flustered um, where am I at checking in with myself the one okay nothing serious is going on here I'm a little bit late I'm exactly where I need to be right now. I know that I'll get to where I need to be eventually. It's not going to make a world of difference if I'm I'm not there. In fact, it might be helpful that I'm not there. And how many times are you late for something? Can you get there and they're running late? Precisely. Or how many times have you been somewhere trying to rush through traffic and because you're running late, three minutes prior to you coming past that particular intersection, there was a car accident or something had That's happened. That's it. Yep. So, um, you know, being exactly where you need to be is at the, you know, and, and I say that somebody says, oh, look, you're going to be late. And I'll be like, well, you know, I'm exactly where I need to be right now. Exactly. And it's the same sort of thing, checking in with your emotions. This is not going well for me. Um, rather than focusing on the negative aspects of it, say, okay, well, this is this. And what this is telling me is that, I don't want to feel that way or I don't like the direction this is going and I'll think about a more positive momentum towards that and it can make make a difference in your day. Yeah. And one thing is it's not something I don't think we're ever going to master because you need that that contrast to to help you want more and to create more and to grow. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah. 100% nailed it. Um, and it is about the contrast because without, you know, love, we can't understand, you know, the opposite, which is, uh, I guess, um, dislike or hate. I don't really like that word. Um, no. But, yeah, we do need to understand the um, the contrast for sure. No, it but, doesn't mean yeah. that. Sorry, sorry, Michelle. Good... I just wanted to throw in there really quickly. It doesn't mean that things aren't going to go wrong and, and stuff isn't going to happen. It's just how you're managing yourself. That's it. Precisely, yeah. because that's all we can do. We can't manage anyone else. We can only manage ourselves. That's that's precisely it. Um, Becca, I just wanted to make a recommendation here as well, and um, I'm not sure if you said this before. I don't think you did, but uh, when we talk about YouTube, the meditations are, you know, really great on there. And I found that my hubby um, wasn't really keen on meditation, you know, back in the day. And um, I even find this is great for kids. I mean, I used to recommend these a lot for children too. And so the Abraham uh, Hicks meditations, if you look them up on YouTube, but I have put a link into the um, uh, show notes as well. Uh, so you can just jump down there. But um, the Abraham Hicks meditations on YouTube are so great. And I would play it, but I don't know that you're going to be able to hear it. So I, I probably won't do that. But the music in the background is like a lullaby. It's really quite lullaby-like um, and it's very repetitive and sort of on a loop. And I actually found that music just as a backing track without the meditation part of it. Because I used to play the meditations on, um, you know, YouTube to my clients when they're on the table and people would really drop in and uh, it was really nice. And, but I found the backing track and it goes for about five hours. So you can actually just play the backing track, that sort of lullaby music. And, um, and it's really beautiful. And so I dragged my hubby upstairs. I set up, you know, a little pillow and, you know, sleeping bag and all this stuff and sort of lay down. And that was when Sissy was a little puppy and she was like jumping on his head and sitting on his head. It was quite funny. Um, but I was playing the med meditation and, uh, and he lay there, he put up with it. And, um, so we did that, you know, for quite a while like on a regular basis. And we actually did that a bit through, um, COVID as well. 
uh, lockdowns and things when he was home more. And, um, yeah, I just noticed a real difference, you know, and he was a lot calmer. Um, he was getting through the day better, um, less stressed. And, um, you know, I don't know if it's the music or her voice or probably a combination of both, but um, it's her channeling Abraham um, doing the meditation. And it's just, I don't know, there's something about her voice and, yeah, the music that's just really calming. And he found it great for him. Um, and, yeah, he was happy to lie down and listen to the music. And there's ones there about, you know, money and, you know, things like that. So more financial abundance and stuff. So I was playing sort of those ones sometimes for him because that's what he's into and, um you know, so it's good that they have those different subject matters. But, um, yeah, I don't know who enjoyed it more, Sissy, um, jumping all over Jason's head or um, or Jason. But, yeah, <laughs> those uh, meditations are really, really great. So I just wanted to sort of um, recommend that too to the listener at home. But, yeah, I mean, the whole concept of getting into the vortex, you know, Bex talked a little about the emotions and the importance of, you know, remembering that, you know, as long as we're in charge of our emotions and sort of shining our light, getting back to that car that we drew at the beginning, you know, you just never know where other people are at. And I think that the more we mention things like Abraham Hicks and Esther Hicks and Jerry Hicks, who's um, deceased now, her husband, you know, you just never know when people are going to need to hear that, you know. So when I have a reading with someone and, you know, that pops into my head, um, I always mention it, you know, if that pops into my head, because a lot of the time people go, oh my gosh, that's so funny because, you know, this person just said this to me, you know, two days ago, you know, someone else mentioned that. And yesterday it was human design. For example, I said to this guy, you know, human design, if you heard of that. And um, he was quite an advanced soul. And, and he said, yeah, he said, that's really weird, Michelle. He said, four people have said that to me in the last two weeks, human design. And he said, I think someone's trying to tell me something. And I said, yeah, I would say so. And it was funny because I don't always keep track of who I've got, you know, day to day. I just sort of, oh, someone's at the door. Great. Here you are. The person who rocked up after him as a human design facilitator. So that was really interesting. So it was a lot of that human design type theme that was coming up. But, you know, if I feel to mention Abraham or Esther Hicks, um, then I do that. Um, the other interesting thing is Beck and I are both into Tesla um, and we haven't sort of mentioned that, but I've got my Tesla around my neck, my pendant. And the Tesla, um, you know, and obviously we know about Nicholas Tesla and all of that, but the technology with Tesla, this um, technology that goes into this uh, titanium device that's around my neck, um, is actually from um, that same area of the teachings of Abraham. So actually, um, because when I was reading for a guy who creates the technology, not the technology, but creates the, you know, devices and then we put the technology into it. Yeah, he creates dependence and everything. And so he was talking to me because I said, you know, where does the intelligence come from? Where does, you know, the information come from? And he said, well, it actually comes from the same place as the um, teachings of Abraham. And I was like, oh, my God. Because when I first saw a pendant, I was like, what? on earth is that I need to have that immediately. And as soon as I got mine on, I was like, I'm home. As soon as I put this on, I was home. And I feel like this technology is created very much um, around the star seeds, galactic, you know, energies. And uh, I've always felt that. So when he said Abraham, I was like, that's amazing. That is truth. And it just makes so much sense. So I thought I'd just mention that too, because the technology that goes into Tesla and these pendants and, you know, we've got various things, vortex, um, it's not vortex, chakra, you know, um, balances and all these things. I've got all of them pretty much um, in the house kit. Um, all of that comes from that, you know, technology, the um, knowledge up there. And you think about the ancient civilizations in Egypt and the Aztecs and all of that and the buildings they're able to build and, you know, the alignment with the different, you know, stars, uh, constellations, Sirius what, and whatnot. Um, you know, all of that information, all those civilizations, they had no way of communicating with each other, but they've all done these similar things. You just have to say there is more than what we know down here. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and you know, how exciting, you know, I really, I really have to say that that is super exciting. Um, we do have to finish up Beck, but was there anything final you wanted to say? I just, um, I just want to thank everyone for, for listening in on, on yeah. our podcast. And I really actually would like to say thank you to you, Michelle, as oh, well. Oh, thank you. Um, because I really appreciate you. I really do. And, and oh, I appreciate thanks. everybody that listens in as well. I just, I just felt like I needed to say that, which is completely oh. left field from what we've been talking about. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> lovely. I mean, gratitude, you know, gratitude is everything. Gratitude is really important. And you give out lots of that, you get more back more good jujus um well thank you and thank you for participating as well Beck. i really appreciate you as well um right back at your sister um so next episode Beck, we're going to be doing something to do with self-healing and uh this is great um and i feel like really appropriate for what i'm doing because i'm doing my master's um in reiki ashadi and um we do self-healing with that every day um, i've been doing twice a day and i'm um, feeling amazing because at one point i sort of stopped doing it and um I was like, oh gosh, you know, life's hard and everything's hard and righty rah. And my teacher's like, you're doing yourself healing. And I was like, no. And she's like, start doing it again. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I started doing it, you know, twice a day. And um, I was like, oh my God, everything's much easier. So it really does make a difference. But I think when you're doing it all the time, you don't notice, you know, the difference it's making. So it's, um, it's like the computer when it, doesn't work and or mm. something's not working right a program's not working right on it yeah and reset. the first thing is well have you turned it off and turned it back on yeah it's the same Precisely. with self-healing really yeah, is. it's taking that time for self-love and, and self-care it makes a world of difference and I laugh I'm laughing Michelle because I haven't been doing fine yeah <laughs> there we go it is life changing and sometimes you've got to have that contrast so I think sometimes you've got to have the mirror and you've got to be able to yeah. go, oh, okay, so this is what it feels like when I don't do it and then I yeah. do do it and everything's easier. So it's like what you said about contrast before, you know, tying yeah. it all back in. Yeah. All right, love. Well, that's a great episode. So we'll be talking a bit a lot about self-healing. We'll have a lot to talk about, I'm sure, with that. And um, thank you so much. Great episode and um, really great card for the group too. Yeah, really great card. All of that will be going on to um, our socials as well. So Living Enlightened Podcast on Facebook. Have a great day. Lovely.